Rabbi Eliezer Nanis, or Reblazer as he was fondly known, was born in the Ukrainian city of Odessa on 5 Sivan 5657, June 5, 1897, the youngest son of Reb Mordechai Aryeleib and Chaya Rachel Nanis. He passed away in Jerusalem on Shabbos 13 Adar 2, 5757, March 22, 1997. Reb Lazer spent 20 years in Siberian labor camps, where the guards called him Subotu, Shabbat, because of his uncompromising dedication to observing the Holy Day of Rest. In his youth, Reb Lazer studied at Yeshivat Tomchei Tamimim in Lubavitch, under the guidance of the 5th Lubavitcher Rebbe, Reb Sholom Dovber Schneerson. The Rebbe sent Reb Lazer on a number of important missions, including to Rabbi Yisrael Meir Kagan, the Chafetz Chaim, in Radin, Rabbi Yosef Rosen, the Ragged Chavar Goin, in Dvinsk, and Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, father of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Nachem Mendel Schneerson, in Yakatrinislav. After his marriage in 5681, 1921, he was an emissary of the 6th Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Schneerson, who sent him to teach and encourage fellow Jews. After his release from Russia, he served as the, as the spokesman representing Russian Jews at the request of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson. In that capacity, he was a member of the Board of Directors of Kolel Chabad in Israel, among other duties, he continued teaching Torah almost to his last day. In 5727, 1966, Reb Lazer traveled to New York to visit the Rebbe for the high holidays. The Rebbe noticed that Reb Lazer, who walked with a cane, was suffering pain in his leg, and he advised him to see a specialist. The specialist did not mince words. He told her blazer, if you want to live, you need to have your leg amputated immediately. The blazer replied, I don't undertake any treatment without permission from my specialist, and certainly not an amputation. Amputation. God forbid, the blazer consulted his specialist, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and received his answers Two hours later, there would be no amputation. While the Rebbe danced during Hakafis on Simchas Teira that year, he signaled to Rebbe Lazer to throw away his cane. Later, he told him privately, You don't need it. Rebbe Lazer walked without a cane until the age of 97. Rebbe Lazer learned self-sacrifice for Teira and Mitzvahs from his Rebbe's. Although a person is not obligated to give up his life to keep Shabbat, the Talmud teaches that times of religious persecution call for self-sacrifice even for something as minor as a distinctive way a Jew ties his shoelaces. See Rambam, Hichas Yisaydi HaTayra 5, 2, and 3. When the Soviet regime sought to uproot Shabbat and eradicate any trace of Judaism, they closed yeshivot, chadarim, shuls, and mikvois throughout the Soviet Union. The sixth Lubavitcher Rebbe of Yitzhak Schneerson 
responded to the persecution with a call for self-sacrifice. At a time when countless Jews were tortured and exiled to Siberia for adhering to Taira, Rebelezer's self-sacrifice defies description. For 20 long years in Soviet slave labor camps, his oppressors were determined to break him, but Rebelezer prevailed. Neither torture nor, nor brutal punishment could separate him from Taira and Mitzvahs. The Lubavitcher Rebbe urged Rebelezer to write a book recounting his personal battle with Amalek and the miracles he, he experienced for the benefit of generations to come. The Rebbe said that Rebelezer's book would result in many Bali Chuvais. It has been published in Hebrew, Yiddish, English, French, Russian, and Portuguese. Rebelezer was privileged to receive exceptional blessings from each of the three Rebbes. The fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe of Shalom Devber. When Rebelezer was five or six years old, his father took him to visit the Rebbe. The Rebbe asked the little boy his name, and he answered, Eliezer. Do you know what your name means? The Rebbe asked. Little Lazer replied, I learned that Moshe's name, that Moshe named his son Eliezer because Hashem saved him from Pari's sword. The Rebbe told him to come closer and whispered in his ear, That's what will happen to you too. Pari's sword will have no power over you. The Rebbe then blessed him with a long life. Blazer told me many years later, I already understood then that I was not going to have an easy life. The sixth Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak. When Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak left Russia in 5688, 1927, Rabbi accompanied him to the train station. The Rebbe saw him and opened the window of the train to speak to him. Laser, the Rebbe said, you will spend a long time under them, but if you fulfill what we spoke about pre privately, to act like Mordechai before Haman, and neither rise nor show fear, Esther 5, 9, I promise you that in the end you will reach your true home in the land of Israel. Rebbe Laser would later say, these words stayed with me and gave me the strength to survive all the hardships I endured during the 20 years in the camps. The Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Nachem Mendel Schneerson. When Rebelezer visited the Rebbe for the first time, just before the high holidays in 5727, 1966, the Rebbe asked him to test the yeshiva students on their studies. When the Rebbe later asked Rebelezer if he tested them, he told the Rebbe that he had adding, but I'm already up to chapter 70 of Tehillim, which is said when a person is 69 years old. In other words, he was saying that he was already quite elderly and didn't feel fit to be testing young students. The Rebbe replied, the years you spent in the camps don't count. You're only up to chapter 50. Rebelezer passed away many years later, three months short of his 100th birthday. Rebelezer's wife, Rebetzin Rezel Nanis, also suffered greatly during their years in Russia. She escaped an extended prison sentence by hiding in a cellar for 10 years and sacrificed herself to help Jews in Russia, both in Russia and later on in Israel. May her noble memory be blessed. Rebelezer's nephew, Rebsholm Devber Numark, who appears 
in the dedication page of the Hebrew version of this book, encouraged his uncle to reprint the original English edition of the book and assisted him in the project. May his memory be blessed. Suboto is a remarkable chronicle of self-sacrifice in a distant time and place. The hero of the story was unique in his modesty and simplicity. During the many years that I was privileged to be of assistance to the blazer, I learned a great deal from him about how a Jew should live and above all, how to serve God with joy and vitality. How can we translate Reblazer's lesson of self-sacrifice into our own lives? By investing our time, talents, and energies in fulfilling our God-given purpose in this world, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak instructed Reblazer to follow in the path of Mordechai of the Purim story. The days of Purim are recalled and actualized in all future generations. Esther 9, 28. The Arizal, Rabbi Yitzchak Gloria, taught that when significant days are recalled, their original energy is actualized and reactivated. Reading and remembering Rabbi Lazar's story teaches us to rise above mundane concerns and dedicate ourselves to the ideals of the Torah with self-sacrifice. May we learn the lesson and transform it into positive action. Binyamin Silberstein